Hey there, I'm Julie, and this is the Married to Addiction podcast. If you're here, then you're probably what I call my secret sister. We're in a situation we never asked to be in and fighting a battle we never wanted to fight. We're faith-filled women who are married to an alcoholic, and it affects every inch of our lives. If that sounds like you, then this is a safe place for you to land. Married to Addiction is a faith-based podcast where I help you find the tools and strength you need to navigate your husband's addiction without losing yourself in the process. So please subscribe and tune in as often as you can, because your husband's recovery is important, but so is yours. Hello, and welcome to episode 46 of the Married to Addiction podcast. Today's episode is called Three Things to Focus on When You Are Hanging by a Thread. Raise your hand if you feel like you are hanging by a thread right now. I bet there are hands going up all over the world because I know when I was in this spot, when my husband was deep in addiction, I was constantly hanging by a thread. That is such a hard way to go through life. You just feel always drained, always overwhelmed, always tapped out, like you just have nothing left. So today we're going to talk about what do you do? What do you do when you are in that position where you just feel like you are hanging by a thread? I'm going to give you three things to focus on. Within those three things, there's going to be um, some things that kind of fall underneath each main category. But when you, next time you feel like you're hanging by a thread, or if that's today, here are some things that you can start to focus on to make that better. The first thing is simplifying your life. Now, I know that sounds like a big overarching strategy, um, but there are a few different things you can do starting today that can drastically simplify your life. And look, here's the thing. When we are under great circumstances in our home life, we can not really worry about simplifying our life too much. Or we may just do, you know, the Marie Kondo thing and just get rid of stuff that doesn't bring us joy. Some people consider that simplifying their life. For us, it looks different. For us, we are basically dealing with trauma all day, every day. So simplifying life for us means what will make life feel lighter. Now, of course, a relationship with God is at the forefront of this. But that aside, I want to give you some other kind of more practical everyday things that you can look at to simplify your life. The first thing is drop unnecessary things from your calendar. If you were not going through what you're going through, it would be perfectly fine to be running your kids to all their activities and volunteering um, at church, you know, leading Sunday school and helping in your kids' class and whatever else you're doing, whatever else you've got on your schedule, you know, making sure you go to everything you're invited to so you don't hurt anyone's feelings or people don't talk about you or whatever, you know. There's just so many things that fill up our calendar, and it can just make you feel frazzled. I just had a week last week where it was right before my birthday, and my plan was to have a nice, relaxing week that week. And when I had looked ahead to the week, the week before, I thought, oh, yeah, you know, it's not going to be that bad. Well, I had a lot of kind of running around to do. It wasn't anything, you know, really stressful. It was just there were several different things that I needed to do. And all of those things put together made me feel frazzled. So by the end of the week, I didn't feel like I had had a relaxing week. I felt like I'd been running, running, running. Those types of things can really just give you an undercurrent of just feeling 
like, ah, you know, already. And then when we are dealing with what we're dealing with in our homes, it's just too much. So what can you drop from your calendar? You have to know when to say no right now. You just do. It's not in your best interest to try to be everything to everyone right now. Look at the things that are on your calendar, pray about it, and drop those things that aren't 100% necessary. Now, you can go back to them in the future, but right now might not be the time to have a calendar that's really full because you just need some space in your life. Another thing you can do to simplify your life is reduce your expectations. Your house doesn't need to be perfectly clean. You don't always have to cook a fancy meal every night. You don't have to make sure that, you know, you're dressed super cute every time you leave and that your nails are always done. I mean, those types of things, if they make you feel better, I get it. But sometimes you just really have to reduce your expectations because we put so much pressure on ourselves and we feel like, oh my gosh, the bathroom's been dirty for six weeks now. I really need to clean it. And it's just constantly, you know, making you feel worse about yourself, worse about your house, worse about your life. Reduce the expectations. Give yourself some grace. You are dealing with a lot right now. And whether people know it or they don't, doesn't really matter. If you don't want to have people over to your house for a while, you may not already anyway because of your husband's drinking. But if your house isn't clean, don't invite people over. You are not responsible to, like I said, be everything to everyone right now. Where can you reduce your expectations of yourself, of your home, of of anything? What can you do to give yourself some grace? The next thing, ask for help. Ask for help with things from friends and family. If you have people who have said to you, um, what can I do to help you? Tell them. <laughs> Tell them. If there is somebody who God has basically sent into your life to offer to help you, let them help you. What can they do? Can they watch your kids for a little while? Because, you know, your husband, one of your boundaries is that you're not going to leave your kids alone because you're worried about your husband having too much to drink. Ask them. They don't have to know why, but say, you know what? I really appreciate that. Would you be able to watch the kids for a couple of hours on X day, X evening, whatever it is? If people aren't offering, ask anyway. It's okay. Think about it like this. If somebody asked you, if a good friend or a family member asked you to help them with something, I'm assuming in this hypothetical situation, you're on good terms, and you knew they really needed help, wouldn't you be happy to help them out? Wouldn't that make you feel good to be able to to help them and to love on them by you know, by assisting them with things that they need? You know, it might be a blessing to somebody else to be a blessing to you. So, Accept help when it comes your way and ask for it even when it doesn't if you really need it. That will help you simplify your life. The next thing is prioritize the things that make you feel like you can cut your breath and let the other things go. So going back to keeping the house clean, here's what here's how it feels in my world. I don't really mind too much if things aren't really clean. You know, if I have if I have dirty baseboards, which I do right now, if I have dirty baseboards, it's not going to really give me stress on a daily basis. When I notice it, I might feel like, eh, I really need to take care of that. But on a daily basis, it's not going to be an undercurrent of stress in my life because my baseboards are dirty. However, 
if my house is cluttered and if there's stuff sitting everywhere, if I walk into the kitchen and there's stuff all over the counters and there's stuff all over the coffee table and there's stuff on the kitchen table, that personally drives me batty. Some people it doesn't bother and I wish I was you, but I can't stand clutter. So I know for me that those are the things that that's one of the things that stresses me out. It just does. And I wish that it didn't. But for me to have a relaxing evening, I know that I need to pick things up or that I need to ask my family to pick their things up. Because if I go and sit down on the couch with a magazine, it's almost like all the stuff that's sitting out everywhere is calling out to me in my subconscious. You know, I just can't relax. I can't relax in a cluttered environment. So for me, letting that go is not necessarily doing myself a favor because for me, picking it up makes me feel better. You know what I mean? For you, maybe not. For you, it might you might be a thousand percent fine with letting stuff pile up. And if you are, like I said, I wish I was you, that's where you give yourself some grace and that's where you let it go. Because if that's not bothering you and if it's giving you more peace to um, simplify the fact that you don't have to pick that stuff up before you sit down and read a magazine, knock yourself out. So whatever works for you, it's whatever works for you, truly. The last thing is remember that you have to slow down to hear God. So when you're talking about simplifying your life, if your life is too cluttered and overcrowded with things and going and doing, you're not going to have a lot of space to hear God. So sometimes simplifying can lead to being more in tune to what he's trying to show you, what he's trying to tell you. So simplifying your life is a very, very important thing to focus on when you feel like you're hanging by a thread. The next thing, the next like big category with these subcategories within it is getting back to basics. Now we have talked about this before. Self-care for the wife of an alcoholic looks completely different than it does for most women. For us, it's not manicures and massages. I mean, if, if that helps you and makes you feel better, great. But we kind of have to back it up to what comes before that. I'm not necessarily going to feel great when I go to get a manicure if I haven't been sleeping and if I haven't been taking care of my body and if my nutrition has just been in the gutter, I'm going to feel tired and exhausted and, you know, I might feel great that my nails look pretty, but it's not really going to help me feel like I can catch my breath and help me feel like, okay, I went and got a manicure. I no longer feel like I'm hanging by a thread, you know, but some things that you can do that will truly help that is just getting back to those basics like sleep like drinking enough water. Um, You know, let's back up to sleep for a second because I know every time I talk about this, I feel like people are saying, I can't sleep. I'm too stressed out. I'm just sit there all night long and worry about what's going to happen in the future. Well, that's when you back it up a little bit further to making sure you're taking your thoughts captive. Don't let it get the best of you. Pray about that. Um, Have some chamomile tea or some sleepy time tea before you go to bed. There's different things that you can do to make sure that your sleep is... um, that you're fostering a better environment for yourself to actually get some nice deep sleep. One of my favorite tricks that I started doing shortly after high school, I used to have such bad insomnia when I was in high school because, of course, I had to get up with an alarm really early. And I used to wake up in the middle of the night and I would look at my clock and think, oh, gosh, okay, I only have, you know, six more hours. Even if I go to sleep right now, I'm only going to get six more hours. Okay, I have to go to sleep right now. And, of course, then I'm, you know, 
kind of in this mode of like, ah, so that's not conducive to falling asleep. Then I would wake up and it'd be a couple hours later. Oh my gosh, now I only have four more hours of sleep. This is not good. I have to get up early in the morning. I'm going to be so tired tomorrow. I have a test. Just like I would get myself all worked up. I finally realized when I stopped looking at the clock in the middle of the night, that didn't happen. Because when I woke up in the middle of the night, I didn't know if I had eight hours left or eight minutes left. So I would drift right back to sleep. So that's another thing that you can do to help yourself get some good sleep. Don't stare at the clock. Um, but so sleep is an important basic, obviously. Like I said, drinking enough water. That sounds so just like you hear that all the time, right? You need to drink more water. It's not just to hydrate your body because it's good for you. All of your systems function on water. Our bodies are made mostly of water. So if you are dehydrated, it leads to a lot of other things. Um, you know, being foggy brained, like just there's just a lot of things that are affected by that way more than you think that will lead to you not feeling your best and, and will lead to you feeling like you're hanging by a thread on top of the things that are, you know, the out, outward things that are causing you to feel that way, things that are coming at you. So there's outward causes a lot of times, you know, us focusing too much on what our husband is doing. But these are things that we can take care of inside our body to create a more peaceful environment in our body, in ourselves. So like I said, things like sleep, things like water, getting good nutrition, and it is not time to start a diet and really try to go, you know, all out on working out and eating right, right now. That takes a lot of emotional energy and it's not time for that. But what it might need, what might need to happen and what it might be time for is just making sure you eat a vegetable every day. Just one serving of vegetables. Are we supposed to eat six a day? Sure, of course. Are we going to do that when we're in this situation? Probably not. But what can we do? What can you do to improve your nutrition? Because again, that drives how you feel. That drives all the systems in your body. And just like pouring sugar in a gas tank is not going to get good performance out of your car, pouring sugar or junk into your gas tank is not going to get good performance out of you either. And that goes for physically, mentally, psychologically, emotionally for sure. All those things contribute to feeling like you're hanging by a thread. So you really have to try as good as you can right now, whatever you can do right now, to get some good nutrition in your body. Another basic that you can go back to if you feel like you're hanging by a thread is deep breathing. And this is another thing that sounds so cliche. You know, when people get stressed out, they're like, oh, everybody just says, okay, take a deep breath. But the reason why they say that is because it's valid. It works. When you are just in that place where you just feel like, I just don't, I just don't know what to do. I just, I can't deal with this. When you're just in that like that state of mind, and I can remember it so vividly because I was there so much, of just feeling like you want to scream. Close your eyes. Take some deep breaths. It really does work. Take them from your belly. Put your hands on your belly and make sure that when you breathe in, your belly is expanding. And then breathe slowly out through your mouth. Take some deep breaths. It really does help ground your body. So those are some ways that you can get back to basics that can help you feel like you're not really hanging by a thread or not totally hanging by a thread, I guess I should say. And then the last one, again, something that I'm sure you've heard before, but that's because it is so valid. You have to get support. If you are trying to go through this, 
as an island by yourself without somebody to come alongside you, take your hand and walk through this with you, it is going to be a thousand times harder and you are very likely going to stay in that place where you feel like you are hanging by a thread. You have got to get some support in your life. Of course, you know I would be love to be the one to help you with that. I'm sure you've heard me talk about the Secret Sister Circle, but there are other places where you can get help. Go to an Al-Anon meeting. Get some counseling. Um, go to therapy. Like Just do something to get some help. It is so so vital. This is one of the things that I did wrong that I would give anything to go back and change because it made my walk through this so much harder than it had to be. So please, if you feel like you're hanging by a thread, you've got to get some support for yourself. If you do want to get that through me, of course, I do have the Secret Sister Circle, and I did want to mention, that's my membership for Wives of Alcoholics, by the way, if this is one of the first times you're hearing me. Um, I did want to mention it turns that that group uh, turns one year old next month, which I'm super excited about. It's been one year since I started it come July. Because of that, the back catalog um, that is included when you join the membership has grown significantly, as you can imagine, over the last year. So there is now quite a bit more that you get when you join than there was before. Because of that, there is going to be a price increase for new members come July, which is not that long from now, a couple of weeks. So if you have ever considered joining the Secret Sister Circle, I strongly encourage you to do it right now before the price goes up next month because I'm telling you the truth when I tell you this right now is the lowest price that it's ever going to be. So get in while you can. If you're not familiar with it or you've heard me mention it but you don't really know what the heck it is, go to my website, marytoaddiction.com. There is a drop down that says get help and you can click on that. Um, it says Secret Sisters membership. And you can see frequently asked questions about it, tons of testimonials about how it's helped people. You'll see what all is included. There's a lot of bonuses. Just there's a lot of things. I've worked really hard on this over the past year, and I'm so blessed to be able to do it because this work is just it's just amazing. I just I really do just feel blessed to be a part of it. So please go check that out. But regardless, get support. If it's not with me, get it somewhere. It's so, so important. So three things to focus on when you're hanging by a thread. And I know there were a lot of smaller things within these categories, but in general, you want to simplify your life in the ways that we talked about. You can start there. You want to get back to basics, caring for your body. What you're putting into it will equate to what you're getting out of it and getting some support because at the end of the day, that just really can make this experience so much easier. So I hope that's been helpful for you. I totally understand how you feel if you feel like you're hanging by a thread right now. I was there for a really long time, but it doesn't have to be as hard as it feels. Take some time to not just listen to these things I'm sharing with you and just listen to the suggestions, but to actually maybe write them down, maybe, um, Record a voice message with them while they're fresh in your mind and actually start to do them. Pick one or two things maybe for today, for this week. What, it, what are one, of, one or two of these things that you can start to focus on to help relieve some of the pressure that you're feeling right now? Just start there. Just start somewhere. Thank you so much for listening as always, and I will see you next time. 
quick question for you before I let you go today. Have you been to the Married to Addiction website? If you haven't, I would love if you would go pay it a visit. It's just marriedtoaddiction.com. And over there, you can see um, just a lot of different information about my podcast. There is a blog on there. There's some free resources for you. And there's also a few ways that you can actually get some help if you need a little more help and direction and support as you travel this difficult path with your addicted husband. So if you haven't yet, please go visit marriedtoaddiction.com. Thanks so much.